Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Three, two, one, and we are live. Welcome to episode 59 of the Ask Self-Belief Chief show. I'm your host, David Holman. Uh, created the Self-Belief Chief brand. I am a coach, author, and speaker. Um, any questions in around the concept of self-belief and fulfillment, if you're having a problem with your day, if you want to increase and enhance your performance, um, whatever's going on in your life, people are sending in questions through Instagram Live right now. Otherwise, you are listening in on the podcast. So welcome to all of you. I want to talk a little bit about Conor McGregor. Now, whether you're a sports fan or not, I think this is going to be relevant to you because I'm going to take away some key take, well, key points from his career, his life, how he handles himself. And um, some of you will be massive Conor McGregor fans and some of you will absolutely hate him. But, hey, that you know, he's a certain type of character. You're either going to love him or hate him. So, I want to talk about him because he's one of those athletes that would strike most people as being incredibly confident, which I don't disagree with. But I can tell when he's going to win a fight or not, or whether he thinks he's going to win a fight or not is more accurate. Now, I've already got a question in, so I'm going to ask, answer the first question. So I've had a question from Umer, so it says, how to handle any situation? So how to handle any situation? How to get a handle of a situation? is to have as much clarity as possible in terms of what you want the outcome to be. The clearer you are of the outcome you want, the closer it will come to you. The clearer you are of the outcome, the closer it will come to you. So you do your planning, you do your preparation, practice, uh, rehearsal, revision, whatever it is, the more you put in, and that's what the hard work aspect is in. Some people don't really understand what hard work is about. They just expect it to achieve results no no no. what hard work does is it makes it feel like you've, you've gone past the tipping point like there's no way what you want isn't going to come to you and when you work really hard and it still hasn't come to you you've got to work even harder okay but you've got to work hard in all aspects of life so how to deal handle any situation build clarity so if you've got any more questions on instagram you're going to leave them in the comments box below otherwise i'm going to talk a bit about conor mcgregor so conor mcgregor if you do not know how he is, um, how he is, you might know how he is because after his loss to Khabib, but if you don't know who he is, he's a mixed martial arts fighter who fights in the UFC. He's pretty out there. He's pretty Larry. Um, he's a pretty confident guy and uh, he he pushes things to the limits. But in terms of mental warfare, you know, he's the, he's the best ever. I, I put him ahead of someone like Muhammad Ali. He just, he knows how to get into people's heads and he knows how to take them on. He knows how to tackle them. And, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes he wins a lot of his fights before the fights even started. He gets them to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do. He won a fight in 13 seconds after he'd been on a world tour with a guy called Jose Aldo, who was the world champion at the time. Because he'd gone on a year's worth of world, uh, world tour for a year, and he just got in his head. And he made a Jose Aldo jump him for a, uh, for a punch, and Conor McGregor countered, countered him and uh, and got him back. So, 
you know, it's uh, he's got that. Now, the reason I want to bring him up is because most people in the sport world would regard him as the most confident person ever. The thing is about him, he fought Khabib recently and lost pretty comprehensively as well. He hadn't fought in two years. And something I noticed was he didn't move before the fight, as in the, the 10 minutes before the fight, he didn't move in the same way. And you do that because you're nervous, you're not sure of the outcome. He didn't have his sort of usual relaxed style and all of that sort of stuff. So I could tell that he wasn't going to win the fight. I'm a huge, huge, huge Conor McGregor fan. And I could tell he wasn't going to win that fight before he even started. But sometimes you've got to move in that way, know what your triggers are, and it will get you to the point. Now, I'm not saying he can beat Habib. I don't know, because Habib is an absolute animal. But you've got to know what your triggers are and perform them again and again to keep yourself in the same state. Before the Nate Diaz fight, the first one which he lost, in the once he's in the ring and the referee is talking to them both and they're looking at each other, he is stone cold looking at them in the eye. Ahead of Nate Diaz, one, he's shouting at him, he's saying this, he's saying that, and I was like, that, I was like, McGregor doesn't do that, and he lost the fight. They had a rematch. Guess what he did in the rematch? He stayed still, and he won the second fight. Now, so it's all about this trick. It's all about knowing what builds confidence, and I think it's a really important point. As even as someone as naturally confident as Conor McGregor is got to know those triggers to keep yourself in the right state so a bit about that we've got some more questions let's tie those in um let's read as mariam has said i am studying and i can't stop communicating on my phone on social media i can't stay away from the internet in general and that's cost me a lot of time help me now, this is really interesting because as a as a family, I recently had this conversation where we spoke about the phone and the internet and social media and what it does to people and what it is doing to people. Now, my sister went almost as far as to say that she she just constantly needs to pick up the phone. She needs to check things. Some things are work-related. I'm very similar in that aspect. But... You know, a lot of things belong on that phone, but is it really life? Is that the real world? Well, okay, it might be part of your business, so is that part of the real world? I guess. But life doesn't exist in the phone. Now, opportunity exists in the phone. Entertainment exists in the phone. But fulfillment and life does not. This device I'm speaking to you on Instagram Live, this isn't real life. Although, obviously, you, you know, you can see me, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's, <laughs> I hope that's obvious. So, but it's, a, it's an interesting point is how do we stay off it? And the reason why we go on it and become addicted to it is because we receive, I think it's 100 positive reinforcements a minute on a phone. As opposed to the real world where you do nothing, where is the positive reinforcement? But you go on your phone and you get positive reinforcement over and over again, whether it be watching something entertaining, whether it be a message someone sends you, whatever. But also it has the effect to having it be very negative. You know, I get a lot of shit for what I do as well, as well as as uh, positive feedback. But, uh, you know, that's just the way the world works. 
How can you keep yourself off your phone? Know what you're trying to achieve. Okay. So if you had a really compelling goal to look forward to, something so exciting, something so interesting that you're being pulled into the future rather than pushed towards it or you're pushing yourself towards it, something that's pulling you into the future. And this goes for outside of just studying whether if you're being distracted by your phone, in fact, I might do this as a podcast episode all on its own. Episode 60 is going to be this. So I won't go too much into it. But if you're being distracted by your phone, you need a compelling future to look forward to. Because then you'll start doing the things that are required to build that compelling future. Maybe it is to do with the phone. okay? But the compelling future will change your behavior in the present. A compelling future will change your behavior in the present. So you've got to remember that. And Conor McGregor has been absolutely amazing in terms of he visualizes just unbelievable level of successes that he's therefore willing to take the risks that no one else does, like fighting Habib after two years out. He will take those risks because the vision of how great he could be is so, 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 so great. And you're willing to take risks. Compelling future. And you know what to do in the present. Okay, let's move on. So, Sonia's just joined. Hello. Um, Sonia says, oh, love your personality so much. Sonia, you're very welcome. Um, And, uh, oh, what a confidence booster. However, no. Bad. Bad David. This is the reason why I say bad David. Confidence has to be built internally. Okay. That external feedback I've just received, if I was to write that down somewhere and revise it and keep it and rehearse it, that's fine. But a comment or or a piece of positive feedback, people dine off that for a day or a week and then they forget it and it doesn't hold them up anymore. And in fact, someone else says them and someone else has the key to that level of, you know, that person's level of confidence. That that can't happen. So you've got to develop that confidence yourself. Okay, so bit about that was a bit about Conor McGregor, that confidence. But if you know what is required to build confidence, and that's the thing I wonder about him is as confident as he is, a confident as he is, and he's a great success, and maybe he's a more confident person than I could ever dream to be. Does he know how to control it? Because there are moments where he's going to be tackling the biggest obstacles of his life. Can he tackle them? That's what gets me curious. If he knew what his triggers were, if he knew what he had to do with his body. I think he's got the focus aspect down. I think he's even got the language aspect down. Does he know about his body? Does he Is he conscious of that aspect of it? I think subconsciously he knows if he moves in a certain way, projects confidence. Does he consciously know what the triggers are for the things he does when he wins a fight. I don't know. But I'd love to one day talk to him and find out a bit more. Anyway, that's it for today. So, know what your triggers are for building confidence because even if you are really confident, in some moments your confidence will go and you don't know if you don't know what builds your confidence or why you have confidence in certain moments, you will fall apart. In episode 60, I will talk about the old phone and the distractions and how to keep yourself focused on your ultimate goal. My name is David Holman. If you change today, today will change your life. So enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your life wherever you are. And I'll see you on episode 60.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.